And we're back again. Welcome to Pumpcast, brought to you by me, Gerda Singh, and him, Omar Rashid, where we talk all things pump. Yep, so whether something is pure pumpage or poor pump, we got it all covered. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Pump City. Come on, look, you know what, actually, I'm not happy with you. Go on. All right, so yesterday <laughs> was um, Pax and Independence Day, and you didn't give me Mubarak, so today, yeah, it's India Independence Day, I'm not giving you any Mubarak as well. Are you big on that? I'm not actually. <laughs> 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 it's funny, my mate sent me um, a message, so apparently there was some sort of like a march or whatever. Yeah. Which I know for Pax and Independence Day. I said to him, well, but Giza, we're British, what, what are you doing? And, and he comes at me. Yeah, but you got another card, haven't you? you got it's like an NRI card. I, no, I said NRI, that's not really yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, but that's a requirement for me to visit the country. Does it show that I'm Pakistani? Yeah, yeah. tomorrow, if I need to go to Brazil, yeah. And I'm, the requirement was for a visa to travel to Brazil, yes. you know, for me to go to the real party. It can't evade. And I had to get a Brazilian national card. I'm Brazilian. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm British, bro. That's why I didn't, you know. What? Yeah, that's why I didn't. Okay. That's why I didn't do it. Top quiz, top quiz, yeah, because I don't even know yet. Yeah, go on. So how many years in defense is it? I, I think. I, <laughs> we're tri- Yo, are we representing? Are we representing our cultures? <laughs> this is this is. But so I want to say, I want to say seventy four. So it's not that big. It's not like it's seventy five. It's not. Yeah, it's not a milestone one. But even then, if it, even if it was, what we're gonna do? What what you expect? What do you expect me to do? Come in dressed in a, in like a. I'd Indian... expect some smosses. I'm not big. I'm not. I'm not even get. I mean, we're getting too political too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we, it's Yo, my pad, my passport is maroon. Yeah, that means something. Mine, means I'm British. <laughs> mine's black, you know, because it's the new ones. Have you got the blue? Is it blue? Or blue, black, blue and black. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like it, man. Why not? It just reminds me of Tor- Tories, conservatives. I got nothing against them. It's just that when I think of conservatives, I think of Pretty Patel. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, God, you know what I mean? Wait for her message today on Twitter. For what? She's going to give India. Oh, India Independence Day. I don't think she will, you know. I think her message would be like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Independence Day. Go, go back. <laughs> okay, so is it 1947? 1947. Do the math. Yeah, Do the, the math. 74, isn't it? 20, oh, 64. Yes, yeah, 74. Did I say 74 or 47? 74. If you said 47, so that means it's 74. 74, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian at heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, you're born oh. in See, I'll give, you, I'll give you congratulations for that. And keep it till December. Yeah, I'm going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what are you saying, boy? I'm good. What are you I'm saying? Good. Episode 17, 17, 17, 17. One episode away from being legal for drinking. <laughs> What's going on, man? How, how you been? How's your week been? Talk it's to good, me, man. man. It's good. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Gassy. Football season's back. It's been, you know, it's, and you know what I've loved about it, right? I'm not sorry I'm starting football again, but you know what I've really, really loved about it? Go on. It, it's the, the, um, the, the, the back, it's full, it's great. It's back to, like I said to you long, long, long time ago, 
it feels like a long, long time ago, that when we got to a stage where the crowds, were, the, the, you know, sporting events had large crowds, that's when I thought, yeah, we're getting back to normal. Now, hopefully, fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything that you can cross, <laughs> cross. Um, <laughs> that in two, three weeks, we don't hear like, oh, a big surge of coronavirus cases no. as a result of football matches or sporting the, events. The Chelsea you know, the variant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't going to be the Arsenal variant. Oh, God. There's only one variant there that's going down. <laughs> it's a Brentford variant. Oh my god! Yeah, but you know what I mean. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, it's all um, it's all getting positive, man. It's like back to normal. Like I said, more and more events are on. More and more like these weddings. I'm seeing loads of pictures on like people yeah. at weddings and stuff. Yeah, like the invites in it of all those weddings. You're like, oh god, I gotta go to this wedding. I didn't even want to go to this. And invites are pouring in now. Are you getting that? No, awkward. <laughs> I've just seen pictures of someone else. <laughs> 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 no invite. Someone invite. Can someone invite me, please? <laughs> You're not getting those invites yet? I've got uh, a few that I'm actually looking forward to going to, like, you know, close friends. Yeah. <clears throat> no. um, but, like, you, you, know, you, know, you know, Indians, Muslims, we, we do this thing. Our communities are so tight. Why are they so tight? It's because, A, we got big families. And, B, we invite people of the community to everything. Am I right? Am I just saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That you know, like the, for the past eighteen months, you you know, you didn't have to go to the community weddings. You're like, yeah, slid that. Yeah, yeah, I swept. I swerved that like Floyd Mayweather, and now you're there again. You're like, oh great, here we go. I need to find new communities. Man, I haven't had a wedding invite for for a while. Have you not? You, I think, I think you're like, I think you're like Lord Buzzkill, isn't it? That's why. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think you're really like religious and that, oh you can't do this you can't do it you no no I wouldn't be like, even if it's you know weddings are not my thing man. there I you go then <laughs> you are I, find, I find the whole oh you're gonna buy this outfit and then yeah, you yeah over all the top. of that yeah and then yeah. it's like <laughs> can, can I say something and this is a and this is this is off topic to the podcast but it's just how I feel and I think this is what the podcast is now it's just you know me talking about my it's thoughts. like a therapy session it's a therapy session yeah. I want to talk about something and it's about like I think it's I think it is in my community but it's probably your community too it's just a statement that I want to put out there I think this this new generation of men care too much about their weddings ooh They'd be doing silly things, man. They'd be like, "Yo, we got to match outfits with the with the the groomsmen." I'm like, "Yo, hold on, I'm a Punjabi. We don't even have groomsmen. What are you talking about? For starters, we can have the same ties. You got to have the same shirt. Like, we got the same suits. You know what I mean? We got to come in like this. You got to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be wearing that, and I'm gonna be serving this, and the flowers. I got to look like that. I'm like, "Yo, fam." <laughs> Relax, man. Relax. You know what I mean? You're getting married. Let let your wife take care of that thing that right there in it. Why are you getting so concerned? Like it's their last day of freedom. I, I get it. I understand, but thankfully, I haven't come across those sort of men in yeah, my community. You, you trust me, you don't want to. I know plenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know but again, look, it's it's all about probably what social media, marketing, advertising. They probably see in these Instagram music, music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's it, Brit Asia? If you're going to talk about Asians, yeah, yeah, yeah. See it's Instagram. They see they see something on Instagram. Yeah. They see something like you know. I don't get me wrong. Like cool one-off things. It's that's fine. Like I, I don't mind. Like oh, I want to have a so and so play at my wedding because it's cool. I get that. But they'll, they'll get Justin like, Bieber. <laughs> I want to see Justin Bieber's rendition of Punjabi MC in it, but um, nah, but it's like they'll they'll do it, and it would be very meticulous over the little things, and it's like uh, this is not 
You needed like an old uncle to just backhand you one time and be like, Oi, shut up. Pick up that bottle of Jameson. <laughs> and sit back down. <laughs> Jameson, hashtag haram. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was just my thought. That's just what I was. Uh, went off topic there. I took you on a ride <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that you did not want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, uh, let's go. Let's slide back into the good bump. So good bump football back, man. Yeah, loving it. Football's back. Yes, um, I would say I'm loving it, but and, and I've kind of got oh, big onto um, fantasy football this year. Yeah, yeah. Of, after a couple of years out, um, get back into it, and um, yeah. See what happens. See what happens. This year, though, it's like what you're saying. It's more than just football, isn't it? Because I don't really care about football this year because obviously my team are rubbish. Um, but it's more so like the, signi- the signal, the significance, the signifying, the signal, the, the you know, the meaning behind everything. You know, people back to normal. Back to normal. It's like normality and it, it yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. like, um, and everything's kind of back in sync. You know, the season starts in the normal time. It's going to finish hopefully in yeah, the normal yeah, yeah. time. And in between all of that, the fans. Everything you know, it's great. It was, it's great to see the fans, the the atmosphere, watching it with the noise and stuff like that, rather than the fake, fake crowd noise and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, but you know, it just makes it sound surreal, and it's like, wow, where was the world a whole year ago, eighteen months? And you know, part of me just think it's gone quick. It just feels like it's gone quick, man. It's like wow, the new season started, and like everyone's where this time last year it was like dead. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because like I don't know if you've noticed this, and but like, do you notice like the presenters? I think the footballers a little bit. I feel like, especially the presenters, I feel like they're a bit like they don't know what's got. They're a bit like, oh, it by took by shock, like oh shit, there's there's fans here again, there's noise here again. It's just that it's that adjustment, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. it's exactly like like I said to you when I went to the networking event a couple of weeks ago. It just felt like pre-season. I was just getting myself adjusted. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. slowly, slowly, like tomorrow, potentially, I'm going to go to another sort of like a networking event. It's like a, an invite dinner because... Because um, <laughs> you're a big man, yeah? Because you're a big man, yeah? Yeah, yeah. invite only things, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> running brum. Yeah. Bump. Well, because I'm on the ABCC board. Asian change, business. Change of commerce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we're diverse. And um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I think up to 150 people, allegedly. Um, 150 are, people? Yeah, going to like a banqueting suite in West Brom. Yo! Yeah. It'll be on my Instagram. Yeah, sort out a plus one or what? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The look you gave me is like the awkward, like. How do I, I say no? How do I say no to this? Yeah. <laughs> got, got a ref, caught me walking in with good ass. <laughs> Speaking about one thing, before we get into the bumps and, you know, giving yeah. people some real good gems and that, I want to, I want something we got to announce. I'm reaching out. Yeah, something we got announced. You're talking about networking events. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about being affiliated with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only means one thing. Go on, tell them, tell them, tell them what's coming back. <laughs> what is the, the drum roll thing or whatever? Uh, 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 you want me to play around with this? Right. We'll end up. We'll end up having random sounds. Uh, all right, all right. Okay. I want to go for it. No, no, no. Let's, let's do the drum roll. No. <laughs> Is it the 29th of September? 29th The last Wednesday of September, mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. at Everyman Cinema mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. back. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 29th of September, guys, um, the Breakfast Club, 
the one event that we did before lockdown was amazing mm-hmm. and we're hoping for it to be just as amazing um but keep an eye out for the full details um speaker the reward partners sponsors etc etc but 29th of september 8 to 10 in the morning every man cinema in the mailbox it's going to be a networking experience i guarantee you you have not would have experienced before you know we're going somewhere different it's not a cafe it's not a bar it's not a hotel it's not a banking suite it is a cinema you're sitting down in the most comfiest of sofas screen um so the keynote projected onto cinema screen. 70 80 90 inch cinema it's huge <laughs> And it's going to be like an experience like no other. It's different, though. Do you know it's, what I mean? We're just different. Yeah, man. We're just different things. It's different gravy. You know, you yeah. just set your normal networking event. I'm yeah. moving my arms around like I'm Donald Trump. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be huge. <laughs> Fake news. <Yeah. laughs> but like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's different yeah, gravy. It's different, it's di- isn't it? Yeah. And like, the worst thing is, is like, we, we launched, yeah, me and you've been running events up until the Breakfast Club, we were running it for like, a year, or so. a year yeah. and then we launched that breakfast club like this is going to be the big thing like you know we're going to you know rebrand and re- launch into this thing and then obviously covid hit so it's a bit like you know it's a bit it's a bit emotion bit emotion but it's a bit like you know there's a lot of pent up yo we want we want to come back we want to come back back yeah, to yeah. the bang and you know we want to give up put a good event on it and you know I, people are people are good i have missed networking you know what i'm saying people have missed networking so i think it's good that you know we're back and yeah man bringing it back yep yep so yeah so keep an eye out for that guys i'll put the link in the description for the eventbrite link to link on to book on um but have you set it up i haven't set i've set it up in draft oh okay. save, save drafts yeah. <laughs> yeah but like yeah be quick on that because I, I mean the last one was did it sell out in like because we did one in february we was going to do one in march yeah the march sort. one people just rebooked and it's like in a couple of days it was gone hours, yeah yeah, 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 yeah Okay. so yeah that's the, show us that's, a bump that's bumpage for us and yeah that's a good bump that's a collective good bump that and football yeah man so anyway talking of good bump yeah mm-hmm. i want to talk to you did you see i'll put on my linkedin earlier this week yeah, yeah, yeah so one guy um went to his manager and said look i'm resigning <laughs> manager goes i need that resignation in in a, in a formal capacity you're going hr mode now yeah, yeah. this is your bump so HR this bump. guy yeah. right then decides to get uh an answer he stands up in tesco on a little bit of a footstool or whatever and this announcer then reads out his formal resignation like live in the store whilst people are shopping to his manager yeah bravo bravo do you know what i mean respectfully respectfully yeah it was respectfully yeah do you know what i mean um and i suppose i'm there from a hr point of view and i'm just thinking okay he's, he's gone over the top in a funny way in a respectful way but is there something about, okay, I'll be a bit too over the top. If someone wants to resign, why do you have to, you know, do you have to put it in formal, all of this sort of stuff? And I get it from HR point of view. Yeah, you do. But sometimes businesses, managers, they can just be a little bit anal. You know, if someone's <laughs> just resigned, fine. Just take the verbal resignation. Acknowledge it by saying you verbally resigned. Or following on this date, you verbally resigned. I accept your resignation. Resign- with resignations, they don't need notices, do you? Well, they do need to give a notice. Yeah, they do? Yeah. Well, they don't have to work it, but ideally, yeah. I could go up to a manager, or you could... Not, not, I don't want to give you as an example, because yeah, yeah. your employee gets yeah, a yeah, heart attack. Yeah. But I could go to a manager and just say, all right, I'm leaving today. Today's my last day. See you later. Now, contractually, I might be obliged to give 
one week, four weeks, whatever months yeah. notice. Yeah. Very rarely does a contract say that if you fail to work your notice and therefore it's going to be a cost to us or whatever, then we're going to recruit that back from you. Um, very rarely that is there, that happens. And you know, I always feel the notice period is the worst time to work for a company. You're just, you, you physically have mentally switched off. You, you, that handover period is just dry. You're looking forward to pastors new. And so how do you handle that as a business? So I think, look, um, if you look, end of the day, it's about if you've got a back, you've got to look at plan B straight away. Do you know what I mean? Now, plan B straight away could be someone internal. Can someone internal very, very quickly step up and make things smooth and transitional? And then if you need to let that person go earlier, let him, let him or her go. Again, it's about your recruitment. How quick can you do your recruitment? But you hope that, look, for me, it's about, it's the issue before. You know, once someone's resigned, it's too late. You've got to look at why have they resigned? What was the issues? Is it, okay, if it's because they're moving or it's a promotion and it's something that you can't offer, fine, shake hands and move. But if it's a cultural thing, if it's, you know, that sort of stuff, then it's too late. Then, you know, you, you've got to then go back to the drawing board and look at, okay, what lessons do we learn from it? Don't get me wrong, at the same time, yeah, there's going to be some employers who are just well chuffed that someone's leaving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it works both ways. None of this are you as the employer. You've got to do everything. No, sometimes the employee is just a, a door handle. Yeah, and you're just happy that they are leaving. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But like, in terms of a um, a cultural perspective, you said you said culture. Isn't it? How how do businesses? What do businesses do to kind of breed a good culture? I know this is probably like this. It might not be topical, but this comes and goes all the time. Like I was reading, a, again, I was reading a, um, uh, an article about the whole brew dog thing. I know we talked about this ages ago, but this is a thing that doesn't go away. Like, how do you breed good culture within businesses? You know, it all comes down to a few things. I think look, the one thing is communication. And what I mean by that is, look, you've got to have a dialogue with your staff. And it's, it's, it's a dialogue of, look, this is what we expect. This is what our values are. And then with that, it's your own behaviour. It's not point you saying, look, we want to treat everyone with respect and you as the manager is just being, or the business owner being disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? You've got to lead by example. But you want to kind of have a, you know, <clears throat> culture takes time. And through that, it's through behaviours and actions and words. So it's a factor of all of those things. End of the day, what you've got to do is you've got to think about, okay, what culture would I like? If that's a bit too late, you've got to look at the culture that you currently have and, okay, how do I make the best of it? So, for example, if your culture is very, very diverse, right, you've got people from very, very different backgrounds, etc. How do you make the best of it? Engage with them, speak to them, look at your client base. Are there sort of quick wins? Could you, someone who's maybe a little bit uncomfortable doing something, if you put them in line with, I'll give you an example, like an account manager, you know, someone who's struggling with some some stuff if they feel okay if i align them with certain people who are our people that they can relate to makes them in, you know have that conversation with yeah. them makes them feel a bit more happier whatever as long as it's all great... as long as it's organic diversity though yeah because yeah. one thing i don't like is like you can't force it you can't two, force yeah, it. yeah. You two can't... things is like a force diversity when they're like you're plugging people in because of to get number some organizations have like a rota to hit they got hit a quota sorry of, yeah. of certain diverse yeah, yeah. you know and the other thing is when you're when you're forcing it 
And it's just like you're, you're trying to make it work between people. Like, yeah. What's your thoughts on, you know, this um, Rooney rule? Do you remember this? Have you heard of this Rooney rule? I heard. So basically, I remember it's, it, but uh, I don't. I d- from what I know, it was it's come from America and it's around football and it all the American football, isn't it? Yeah, where a certain number of ethnic minority had to get shortlisted for an interview or something like that for yeah, each yeah. job. What's your rule? Now, I know people will have a different opinion of this. Like, look, when you're recruiting for a role, X amount of people should be from an ethnic background or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's your view on that? I've got, I've, I've been quite vocal about this in the past. Like, I've the whole thing about think about it from a market and what your so, view from a marketing perspective. So it's funny you say that because, like, recently a piece came out saying that marketing is the least one of one of the least diverse fields in like. In business, in the business sector, for instance, you know, like so. What's the so what? So, so what makes predominantly what white male, white female? What? Yeah, what white male and white female? I mean, it, apart from that, it's it's mainly white female. To be honest, a lot well, of white... welcome to the HR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 quite you know predominantly one, you know, ethnicity and one type of person. Um, and there's not a lot of deviation through that. So I've been quite vocal in the past where I've actually said like, yeah, I've, I've outed some companies for having like a lack of diversity. But this whole thing about, it, it's funny because I believe this should, I don't think that there's only one type of people that are, are good enough to do a certain job. Like there's not just one, you know, F, F, ethnicity or one, you know, sex even that are good enough to be, you know, do that job. And I don't think that. And the other thing is, it's like, um, for instance, there's a lack of diversity in there, but in marketing is also that something else has also come out that around forty five percent of marketers are not actually um vocationally qualified or vocationally trained. So you know you get a lot of So they haven't got like the C I M they haven't got the C I M, they have not kind of studied it. Marketing degree or anything like that. Nothing like that. It's just you know, it's just yo somebody just starts popping off on social media and they just take it from there. Nothing against that. I don't, I've got nothing against that. But what I'm saying is it's a very, it's a field that A, is not very diverse and B, people aren't qualified. So my thinking is, is like, yes, you, you as a business should be looking at thinking, yeah, how, what, how can I make it more fair? Like you've got to make it more fair at the end of the day for, for, you know, for positions that can become available. And you've got to look at the mindset and think of it as, who can I take? Who can I bring on that's going to open me up to a different sort of, a different world? Because I think when you when you get into this thinking of let's employ somebody that is l- likable, who are they likable against? Your own standards. Yeah, you're comparing them to yourself, mm. and that's where I think the danger is. I think is it's like networking. Why do we go out? We go out to meet new people, to different people, to different give us a different mindset, different view, because it opens you up in different ways into into a different light. And that's what the whole thing is about growing a business. You want to be opened up to a different light. You want to be opened up to all these different sectors and these different types of people. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously that's how you grow. You want the thing is what people are chasing all the time is business businesses, especially. Uh, B2C like consumer businesses retail online businesses digitally marketing businesses what they're chasing is the unicorn status and that unicorn status is only kind of there when you touch loads of people and what's the best way of touching loads of people is when you open your brand up to different types of people from different backgrounds that's not just externally that's also internally looking internally and saying well how can we grow and how can we take on people of different backgrounds? But that's all actually organic and it's going to mean something. So I think having this kind of catalogue and having this casting the net and having a wider 
spread of people that you choose from it's, it's fantastic but I think is people have got to take the blinkers off recruiters have got to take the blinkers off it's different with yourself because you you let's just say you go and, uh, and recruit for um, you know a company that's predominantly white but they've enlisted you to recruit for them that's a clever move because you will see things through a different eye a you're not from the business and b you know because of your background I think that's what lacks because of resource. A lot of businesses are forced to recruit themselves. <clears throat> One question I'll ask you. So you're saying, I just want to take you back a bit. You're saying marketing is predominantly white male, white female. Yeah, 100%. That's my but, experience. But how much of, okay, so in a in an Asian household, in a Desi household, <laughs> right? <clears throat> how Here much are, no, but from a profession point of view, how yeah. many... Asians grow up or get to a stage at university or whatever aspire to be in marketing and how many parents are going to be pushing to say go and be a marketer and and the reason I say this is because look there's some professions if you flip it our people are there representing yeah accountancy medical medical yeah pharmacy yeah Cab drivers, I, <laughs> IT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and marketing, you don't see. You don't. Do you know see, what I mean? You don't, don't HR people. You know, HR. Bro- my mom did don't not see even. Any HR like, my mom used to say to me, like, no joke of a lot. When I got into HR, I was doing a degree. So when my mom used to speak to her family in Pakistan, and they'll say, "Oh, what does your son do?" And she was like, "Computer." Okay. Yeah, she Computer. Be, so she would say to me, "What do you do?" I'll go HR, and she was like, "Okay, what's that?" <laughs> uh, how do I explain that to them? And I just, just said, okay, just say business. Yeah. <laughs> just, just say business office. No, get it right. Yeah. Business. Yeah, just say office. Office. Office work. Office work. Yeah, office work. Because it's not a profession. Do you know what I mean? I remember when we worked in the NHS. And that must have been bumped though. Like your parents going around saying, yo, well, someone works for the NHS. They weren't yeah, saying you were HR. Yeah, 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 they were yeah. saying you were a doctor, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but when I worked in the NHS, there was a period of, we, we used to, we used to fascinate, we used to not, stre- we used to stress over, oh, we're not getting enough Asian nurses. I'm <laughs> what? You know, no, no, but you got to remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> when was this? In the 1970s? <laughs> no, uh, about 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. But Yo. you know, there's, a, there's a differentiation there. You might laugh and think, hang on, there's loads of... Um, Asian nurses. But this is specific in regards to mental health. Ah. ah. Okay. So I worked in a mental health trust, uh-huh. right? And the issue that we had was we never used to get a lot of Asian um, mental health nurses. Now, again, Asian stereotypes. The Asian stereotype will be, yeah, go and be a nurse you know, deliver babies or go and be like a normal nurse in yeah, an operation yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. But the stereotype is, okay, someone who's got a mental health condition, no, 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 no. you don't yeah, want to go there. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Do you know what I mean? Look again, yeah. Yeah, exactly what, what people, people say. say. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's the Asian stereotype. So that's what, so, so. Bro, that, that phrase, yeah. sorry to cut you off, Omar, because yeah. I know you've made, you've made the point, but that phrase, what will people say? That rattles Asian, well, used to rattle Asian kids immensely, and it comes back down to what you're saying. Like, how is that? How is that construed in an Asian household that you want to grow up and do this? Yeah. And to be fair, I'm fortunate where I didn't. I I was pushed down. Like, I'm not saying push, but I kind of went down a medical route. I was never gonna. I was never. You know, that was. I was never that way inclined. Yeah. But that was the whole thing of 
Asian mentality, looking at others, what are other people doing? Yeah, let's do what they're doing because obviously their son's X, yeah, Y, and Z. My and dad wanted me to be an accountant. Yeah, he wanted you to be an accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it, it, that that's what happened. And to be fair, like I was lucky where I went down this. I didn't. I went down the medical field. Didn't it didn't work out. I kind of left and I started doing. Other, I was actually working in retail. And then you think to yourself. Damn, like I was no disrespect to anybody working in retail. Retail is a great industry. But it's a case of like, I didn't want to do this. I wanted to do something else. And then I was kind of then, because I went down that path and I didn't work out, I was then on my own thinking, all right, now I got to re- make my own path. And yeah. I redis- I discovered that I've, no, I wanted to, I always wanted to be, I always looked at advertising. Marketing is different now because it's changed. The definition of marketing has changed from the back. Yeah. I get that. I, I suppose. The point that I wanted to ultimately make is you've got to look at, I suppose, the overall... And I haven't got the stats and I could be totally wrong, but you've got to look at the overall picture of, okay, marketing is predominantly a, if you're saying, a white male, white female profession. Yeah. But if you look through the ranks, i.e. you look at universities, you look at graduates, and you look at everyone from from that field, from an element, from one phase. Yeah, yeah. If that's predominantly white, yeah, then... Are we just banging on a door and banging on something about, oh, we need diversity when actually the people aren't there? Now, well, you say that, side, but, so, 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 well, sorry. but on the flip side, if we're saying, yes, the, the guys are there, the Asians are churning out and, and the other ethnic minorities, but then we go back to the point that 40% of people are getting jobs who aren't then marketing trained and whatever, and those 40% are, let's say, you white males, you white females who are then blocking that route then that 100% is wrong, then that's yeah. that's what's got to be addressed. But it's possible. I think, I, I'm, not, I'm not giving myself bump here. I'm I'm proof that it's possible. Like I've 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 gone into like the market, of getting a vocational qualification. I've, I've, I've but you're in a marketing plug- role? I'm in a marketing role, but I wasn't in a market, I, was I had an advertising business beforehand. So I kind of carved my own path. I was like, yeah, I want, this is what I want to do. And I just went down the business route initially. I, I didn't have no aspirations of being a businessman. Not really. I just wanted to work in advertising and marketing because you know, the creativity of it. I love campaigns. I love building. I love the creativity of advertising and marketing. I'm going into this all day, but I don't want to bore you. But it's I made my own path kind of thing. And then through that, I was fortunate enough because I displayed what I can do to an, to an employer. I got a role, that you know, a marketing role, but then I put a vocational qualification next to it. I was studying next to it. And I don't think a lot of people are doing that. And this is another fault. And I'm going to out it. This right. is another fault of Asians. This is another thought of Indians, Muslims, Asians, the whole community is all they think about. They don't think about the craft. They don't think about the art. I respect you in a way because you put some graft in HR. You've been working in HR for a long time. Yeah. The whites on your beard t- tell me that. But <laughs> Agent George Clooney. But um, the thing is, a lot of people aren't there to kind of put the graft in. A lot of there ain't there to kind of put like the time in to put the time in the, the craft. Shortcuts in it. They want the shortcuts, but all they actually care about is making money. Mm. A lot of Asians now. The reason why you don't see a hell of a lot of Asians in marketing roles within businesses is because the ones that are into marketing, they're doing it for themselves. They're making their own businesses. They're making their own marketing businesses, and they haven't probably even had the experience in an agency or in a business at a lower level. But they've just seen an opportunity. Oh, I could. I know how to do ads on Google. Great. I can set up an agency and I'll just make money that way. And they're just, they're doing it for the, for the money aspect aspect mm. of things. They're not doing it for the love of the, 
of, of the actual field. And I think that's where you can, that's where I point and say, that's probably why there isn't, it isn't diverse because you guys don't love it as much as you probably should. You're not passionate about it. You're seeing it as an opportunity to make money. And that's a lot of, that is a big thing mm. in Asian culture where they just jump on a fad or an idea just to make the money aspect of it. Like this BAME, um, the BAME awards for, you know, uh, the, the category I'm in is creative and media. I'm looking at it and the, it's quite fun, good to see because I'm, I'm older, I'm, I'm older than a lot of these candidates. There's nomin there's nominees in that. And I look at you don't you don't have to make a big deal out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at them and I'm actually and you said to me, like, how would you feel if you lost? I'm actually looking at them thinking, you know what, fair play to them. Like there's there's people that are in the, the early twenties, some are probably not even twenty yet, and they're working for big, big businesses in marketing. I think that is is is, is important and it's special and needs to be celebrated because you know, we can't moan about being ousted. Mm if we're not doing it the right way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, valid points. Valid points. Good stuff. Got a bit. Yeah, got a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah no, no. Bit. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, <clears throat> hopefully, look, I suppose what you've got to look to do is maybe, um, What's the word? Be that role model to show to people. Yeah. All right, mate. <laughs> to show that you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's but for it me as well. Diversity. Uh, you're you're a seek as they come. You got yeah, the beard. Yeah, yeah. You got the turban. I look like yeah. I look the seek as the seek as the seek. Big fat. Right. Big is fat. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hold on. That's not a stereotype to put on with seeks. That's that, that. That's not right. I'm what? calling you right. I'm what? calling what? the big and fat. <laughs> big and fat. Big. Yeah, but not fat. Things I forget this. Why, yeah, are we, yeah. why are we talking? Why are we getting into this? But yeah, that's that's that. And I, you know what? Another thing is like, for instance, if we're talking about marketing, and I want to kind of just di divert into something else a little bit. Two things that I saw this week as well. Um, you know, one of um, this, this big company called Kerry Foods. The CEO basically said uh, marketing has proven its power in this crisis, and I think that 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 is really true. That it has proven its power in this crisis. But I think it's. I think what I want to call out businesses and people for is they're not. They're not giving it the respect it deserves. Like marketing hasn't been given the respect it deserves. It it, it got chucked around during the COVID crisis. People were getting dropped left, right, center. Marketing budgets were getting slashed left, right, center. And they say that that's the first thing that gets switched off when in crisis. Kind of makes sense. But in another essence, is like these big businesses. Did they switch it off? I don't think they did. No, they probably doubled down. You know, a lot of businesses that I've seen throughout the COVID crisis, they've been they've been going harder. You know, you know one thing I find in marketing, G. There's just there's, there's just too many channels. But this is it. It's it's knowing what channels yeah, specific that's to you. What I mean, do you know what I mean? And, but is that what marketing too, principles do you have? Yeah, it's just there's just too much. I mean, like people talk about are you on social media? I'm like, yeah, but then I'm like, there's just so <laughs> many social media channels like LinkedIn, yes, but then it's like, are you on Twitter? Half baked. Facebook half big, Insta no, TikTok, Snapchat, Reddit, <laughs> Reddit, See, YouTube, YouTube. Just, 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 there's just so much, and it's about. I suppose you've got to, yeah, you've got to think about your marketing. Sometimes I feel like people, and I, I probably put myself in that as well. Sometimes you just like, okay, let's throw mud at everything, and let's just see what response I get. There's no thought out plan. There's no like what's my ideal candidate or 
client, what's their profile like, where are they, what's the space they're in, and only just concentrate on that. Do you know what I mean? I think we need to, um, and I don't know whether I don't, I don't know who's there to tell people or who's there to show business. This is manage, the problem, you know, who's there to tell a one-man band or a smaller uh, SME who ha- that this is the effective marketing way. And if if a marketer goes there, they're already going to be black labeled because it's like okay this person is coming to sell sell it yeah, yeah do you know what i mean that's the problem i think you're right i think there should be like a marketing advice bureau bureau oh bloody hell let's do it let's say M- maybe maybe marketing advice bureau is backed by the government but i think what what problem what it is is people this is the thing this is the thing you get a lot of people and i'm not shy i'm not saying it's our community but you get a lot of people that will set up agencies and do a lot of these you know business ideas to sell marketing services to businesses that probably you know aren't the most honest they haven't got the experience or they're just trying to make a quick buck mm. but the thing is what you have got and this is what i was saying with with, with the ceo coming out and saying it is the power that it, it doesn't get the, the credit it deserves is because you've got to look at like your own principles people have got to look at their own marketing principles and see what's true to them at the end of the day it all comes down to the marketing mix the seven p's of marketing i know this is getting really like ugh, ugh. It's very nerdy, but like it's, it all comes down to the marketing mix and the principles of your business and how that aligns with your marketing mix. Your marketing mix is, is, it is basically unique to you. It's how, what works for your business. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You know, you were saying, you know, how does it work? Who's there to tell people? But for instance, you've heard of Kazoo. Yes. Why have you heard of Kazoo? It's mainly down to its marketing. About 18 months ago, nobody had heard of Kazoo. Um, but it started off, it, it, it put his, you know, it dipped his toe in the water with ad t- tele advertising and now it's everywhere because it's... Are they the, the one that you can buy a car? Yeah, 100%. See, bank like, see there you go, it, it works, you know what they do and they've, they've, they've strategically placed it for somebody like you. Um, so you've seen it everywhere and you, you, you know, it's a message that resonates with you. You know what I mean? And they've they've branded out through their mix. Now they're on. They started off doing nothing. They started off with a bit of TV and then the TV, radio, football, you know, newspapers. Who did the sponsor? Uh, Everton. Is it Everton? Yeah, it's Everton. Yeah. Speaking of Everton, actually, here's another thing that I want to segue into. I'm giving out Paul Bump. Have you got any Paul Bump for anybody this week? No. I got Paul Bump that I want to talk about. Yeah. There you go. So we mentioned Everton, right? Mm-hmm. You know the new season has started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People are put, putting out. Um, sorry, teams are putting out their kits. And you, by the way, Arsenal's Arsenal's third kit. Whoa, wow. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's going to be better than any of their performances this yeah. season. <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's wrong there. And well, at least that's a good marketing team, isn't it? The marketing <laughs> of the kit is great. <laughs> yeah. The team not so. But go more on. effort in their kit than anything yeah. else. So Everton basically launched their new kit, right? And this is what I was just talking about earlier about your philosophy and your principles, your marketing principles. What do they mean? Not just what you do, but mm. what can you describe what your marketing is within a couple of sentences? And they've basically launched their new kit mm. and it's brazened with, and I've got nothing against this. Mm. I've got nothing against this movement. It's my mo- it's their motives is why I'm questioning it. And I think this is what businesses question their own motives. They've launched a kit and it's basically in the colours of LGBT. The so ra- the, like the rainbow colors, the rainbow colors. Yeah. They've kind of merged it with their kit. Mm-hmm. Now I think this is this is really just pure poor pump. This is poor poor pump. I think this is really bad. I I I do not agree with this because again I've got nothing against the movement. You know more power to them. Do what they do. 
But again, this is this in line with Everton's philosophy? Is this in line with their who they are? Or are they just using this to kind of be that team? We're that team. We'll we'll come out there and be that team just to gain more awareness and to gain more more of a following, to gain more kind of attention. That's just off the back of but it's not being genuine to who they are. Now, no disrespect to Everton and Liverpool, um, but are they the most LGBT welcoming cities in the UK? <laughs> Let's just, if an LGBT person went to an Everton game, you know, or, you know, how is that going to be received? Like, you know, you know what the, I'm saying? You know, the funny thing is, Go on. you say that, apparently Liverpool fans have been slaughtered for chanting gay, homophobic chants against Billy Gilmore yesterday. This is what I'm saying. But it's the, you know, it's the, the same. You can't have that. You can't have that kit, and then the, you getting homophobic slurs. Yeah, you, know yeah, yeah. you know, you, you said something about how genuine are they about it. I'd question how genuine is any business's marketing um, campaign. Campaigns. More often than not, I probably don't think they are. It's a, it's a bandwagon. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. I don't agree with that. Why not? I don't agree with you. I don't agree with I that. Think I most think most companies would just use, they'll just jump on a bandwagon. No. Marketing. Look at, no, no, no. we spoke about, what was it, Marks oh. Spencer's the other day about the lingerie. You can't say like, most companies. That's oh. more than half. Like I don't think most companies would do that. I think the big boys will do it because they're, they're going for big numbers like we were talking about earlier. It's like, to be more diverse and grow, you got to touch more people and that's what they're doing. They're doing more things. They're putting, they're mm. like, they're putting mm. multiple faces out there to touch more people. I don't think it's authentic, but I don't think that's, most companies don't do that. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> just on that, what reminded me another good bump here on the football scene. Blackburn Rovers. Did you see this earlier in the week? It was hilarious. Well, sort of, sort of hilarious. Yeah. I think so it is. on Tuesday, I think they played a very. I think it was Morecambe, right? And before the account tweeted that, look, during the the game, um, there's a prayer. It's the sunset, the sunset prayer. We've got a prayer room for our supporters. So obviously, the social media went out a lot of good. Um, Good bump around it, you know. People were well receptive to it. Well, even like the non-Muslim um, Blackburn fans, you know, I was just having a quick search, look through the Twitter feed, and it was like positive comments. One guy comes out with one Blackburn fan comes out with. He was like, "Lads, listen, it's Morecambe. Don't think we need to be praying <laughs> for, for us to." And, and they actually lost. <laughs> they then went on and lost. They went one 0 up, and then they lost two one as well. But I thought that was just like a great tweet. Like it was. It, but that's great. That's banter. Banter slash trolling. What yeah, yeah, say trolling, but, but yeah, banter, banter, that's yeah. great bantering. Like, look, we don't. I don't think we need to pray. Yeah, yeah. That we played Morecambe. <laughs> But yeah, that's a good pump. And, and I think we've seen a few more football clubs are coming out with, you know, prayer rooms and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that, that's with the philosophy though. Yeah, I yeah. get that because it's, it's diverse, you know, they're yeah, bringing yeah, yeah. In more. But to kind of, all right. It's like saying... Let, look, you know what? Before I comment on the LGBT Everton yeah, thing, yeah. I'd probably want to look into their reasons why. Because we, unless you... I, I, I can't believe that they've just thought okay you know what let's just whack these rainbow collars on and support this something must have happened you've got your hand up yeah sorry <laughs> sir sir <laughs> let's say ever because obviously there hasn't been there hasn't been a um uh, a gay footballer come out yet in the premier league mm. let's say it, the first one was from everton mm. and he came out and then everton off the back of that they pull out an lgbt shirt campaign mm. boom get it love it yes i'm i'm bored with that that makes sense yeah do it 
Because it's right. Because it's the right thing. You're supporting your team. You're supporting who you are. That represents Maybe they do who have you are. Someone, but that player's not ready to come out yet, and this is the way the club <laughs> to kind of support and the launch of the campaign. But like, to maybe get people ready about it. No, but that I don't know. Man. I would you argue with that, but I don't, I don't know. Is that the right way of doing it? I think maybe it's, just, it's an inadvertent way to support that player because that player is one hundred percent probably thinking, "No way, am I ready to come out?" Not, come the Ever- out. not in Everton. Yeah. I'm not going to come out. But Everton. then the club's probably thought, "Well, okay, let's create some awareness. Let's yeah. let's make it as look out wrong with being from the LGTB community." Yeah, and maybe they just I don't know. Like I said, without researching about it i don't know but my thinking is it's like it's like my thinking is always and this is what businesses need to look at this is what you you know everybody needs to look at are you jumping on campaigns are you launching social media ideas and campaigns and posts for the commercialization aspect or are you doing it just because um it actually means something to you and it's personalized to your business and your philosophy like for instance a, a big thing about marketing as, as a tactic is looking at your themes of a business, what you stand, what you represent and matching them to your, you know, your consumer or the, the business that you want to work with, your prospect, you theme match. So as you theme match, then you look at what what's important to them and you kind of mold what's important to them to for, for, from, from you to them. So you can kind of meet in the middle and you can, and you can touch them at various touch points, platforms, whatever what sense is, is, is made in this is my point. You know what I'm trying to say? No, I get it. I get it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I want to look into a bit more about <clears throat> uh, the reasoning why. Maybe um, homework for you, Gerdas, is uh, look into it and maybe next week you can shed some... Oh, shut up. Do it yourself. <laughs> I'm not doing your homework. <laughs> please. Please, please do it, mate. Please do it. Anyway, anyway, I think that's time for us to wrap up, man. Good yeah, session. Man. Yeah. Good podcast. Episode 17. Podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. I've been Gerdas Singh. He's been... Omar Rashid. Remember, please, um, please follow, uh, like, and subscribe to the podcast on every uh, platform you listen to it on. Please, please, please. You can see all the links uh, in our, in the description to where you can find the podcast, where you can follow us uh, and carry on supporting. Also, shout out to Pirate Studios as always for being our home. If you, yeah, go on. You gonna shout out? You gonna say something to him? You, yeah. If you, <laughs> if you, if you like the idea of actually podcasting yourself and you want to give it a go feel free to go to your local pirate, pirate studios um, and you can get a free session thanks to us. Look at our uh, link in the description. You get a free referral code for your first free session at Pirate Studios. Give it a go. Thanks for listening. See you next time. In a bit. Yo, shout out for listening to another episode of Palmcast. We really appreciate Listen, go out there, subscribe to Palmcast on every audio platform you listen to it on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We've got it on all channels. So go and show us some love, follow, subscribe, and also like, comment, and share all of our podcast-related content on all of our social media channels. You can find the links in description. Thank you. Yep, do it, do it. So until next time, keep the bump strong in a bit.